Mickey Las Vegas Resort and Casino presents Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly. Brought to you by Bell Ford, the Arizona Ford Giant. At 2401 West Bell Road in Phoenix or at bellford.com. Verizon Wireless, this is 5G done right. By Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas. Pick up any of our award-winning sauces on the way home tomorrow night at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. The D Las Vegas Resort and Casino, home of Bar Canada, a north-of-the-border home, Las Vegas style. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila, ultra-smooth, Arizona-owned. Behind the mask, whether on the ice or in line, we are the Valley headquarters for all of your hockey needs. By M-Drive, the presenting partner of What Drives You. M-Drive, for energy, stamina, recovery. And by Summer Skates. Get your personalized shower shoes and koozies at icetimehockeysw.com forward slash partners and click on the Summer Skates banner. Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly, presented by the D Las Vegas Resort and Casino, is part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy. All right, welcome in hockey fans, especially the professional hockey fans in the Southwest or anywhere that you may be listening to us live on the Podbean app. This is Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly. Presented by the beautiful D Las Vegas Hotel and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Our good friends, uh, Derek Stevens and, uh, and the crew there have done a fantastic job with that and the Circa Hotel, which just opened in January. So if you get to Vegas, get to downtown, check it out. Scott Strandy joining you tonight, not from Scottsdale, Arizona, as we st- uh, continue Frozen Four week. Uh, last night was night one. Tonight is night two. I know you're saying it's professional hockey. What does that have to do with the Frozen Four? Well, I'll tell you. I am bringing on my co-host from Sunday and Tuesday, Paul Hornstein, because he's going to bring us up to date on what's going on with uh, players that are leaving NCAA hockey and moving their way up to uh, the professional ranks. We're going to talk about the Red Hot Avalanche. We're going to talk about the Red Hot Silver Knights. And... The uh, mildly hot Arizona Coyotes. Lots to talk about. Paul Hornstein, how are you? Uh, I'm okay. Uh, Vegas is uh, pounding St. Louis tonight. Uh, oh, Colorado. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah, it's ugly. Uh, it's 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 six to one, and they're still in the second period. So um, frustration time. They're taking out their frustrations for playing the Kings. Well, you know what are you gonna do? Uh, St. Louis (laughs) is uh, struggling this year. I mean, uh, you know, know, they won the cup two years ago and it's not there. You know, I mean, uh, nothing is normal this year. So I don't really necessarily want to sit there and say that that it's a bad thing. But, uh, you know, right now, St. Louis and and if you're a Coyotes fan, you're, you're hoping that Nothing crazy happens in that game because uh, uh, you can build yourself a nice little cushion with uh, things staying the way they are in St. Louis tonight and and uh, going out there and getting a win tonight against the Kings. So, um, you know, there's that. Uh, Vegas is still chasing Colorado, but 
you know, that's going to be probably down to the wire. Um, you know, the, uh, the, 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 the way it's set up, you know, right now, I mean, clearly in that division, there is, and you know, and Minnesota is not out of the division race either. You know, they're right there. Um, that's where the separation is in that division. Uh, you know, it, it'll be interesting because, because I will maintain that, uh, and, and until I'm proven wrong, I will maintain this, that, uh, Vegas has a big <laughs> edge, in, uh, Vegas has a big edge in goal. Oh, yes. And come playoff time, you know, that, that will probably shine through more. Uh, and if Colorado gets championship goaltending, then nobody beats them. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Okay. I mean, um, well, right, right now, and, and like the Avalanche are well, red hot, Paul. It's I actually mean, they, not even they've early. Gotten, We're two-thirds through the season now. Yeah, I know. But let me tell you that they are red hot, and they have gotten championship goaltending from Grubauer. He's been outstanding. The problem with it is, is that do they have any depth, and what happens if he gets hurt? Because – the Coyotes started their little run on things um, when when they brought in uh, uh, Jonas. Um, the name escapes me. They just traded for him. Anyway, uh, when they brought him in, uh, the Coyotes took advantage of him his first night uh, in the uh, with the Avalanche in Arizona, and the Coyotes beat them. But since then, the Avalanche have gone back to Grubauer all the way through. And they have just well, their offense is so dominant that well, who, that's what who, it is. Who couldn't I mean, play let's, goal? Let's who let's let's play goal let's, for them? let's call it like it is. Uh, it is without question a factor of of their offense and their and their 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 offensive abilities are are, are big time uh, from all parts of the ice uh, in all. You know, in all sectors. Uh, are you um, including number eight as well and number seven? Uh, K- Kale McCarr and, and Devin Taves have both. No, there's no reason. There's no reason for me to. No, there's no reason for me to include those guys. <laughs> yeah. um, so, so let me um, give but, you a quick rundown. But the fact. All right. Well, I'm just saying. Um, yeah. Go you ahead. Know, when, when you look at. When when you look at. At the the avalanche, I'm just I will maintain. Grubauer has to show me he can get them to the finals. I'm not even going to say win a cup, get them to the finals because he couldn't do it with the Caps the year they won. They eventually went back to Holtby, and he ended up winning the cup. And you saw last year in the playoffs, um, in in the bubble, that that was Colorado's weakness against Dallas. Um, yes, they have, they added Devin Tays and they're getting a full season out of Kel McCarr. That's what happens in, in a cap situation. Uh, the avalanche took advantage of the Islanders cap situation and, and, and made the trade for Devin Tays. And, uh, you know, that just gives them two lethal power plays. But once again, uh, special teams will win you playoff games, um, but they won't win you playoff games above goaltending. And if they do, and you don't need that goaltending, okay, good for you. But it usually doesn't come down to that because you're not playing a bunch of games against um, the Anaheim Ducks or 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 the San Jose Sharks as much as I, you know, that I mean, those guys are the teams that 
at the bottom of the division. So you're not playing those teams anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fact. Okay, so, so that let, means me you run have... down, let, let me run down the standings real quick, and then we'll get more into details in this because um, we can pump our chest a little bit here in the Southwest. The Avalanche, through 37 games, have 54 points. The Golden Knights, through 36, have 50 points. The Minnesota Wild, 36 games played, 48 points. And the last playoff spot, if things ended tonight, would go to the Arizona Coyotes with 38 games played and 41 points. Uh, the Blues at uh, 37 games and 38 points. The Sharks at 37 games and 38 points. The Kings at 36 games and 34 points. And the Ducks at 39 games and 29 points. So when I say pump our chest a little bit, we have all three of our professional teams that we call ours in the Southwest, Paul, in the playoffs if they started tonight. I mean, it is a tight race for that fourth and final spot. But, um, and, and I believe I texted this to you last night, or may have been on Saturday. I'm not sure what was. But you know, I, I can't even tell you the amount of credit that Rick Tockett should get Oh, yeah. for coaching. I mean, oh, yeah. despite everything. On the ice, despite everything off the ice, that team just hangs around and hangs around and hangs around. Now, um, if you're a Coyotes fan, uh, you better hope that Vegas wins the division. If you're going to get the fourth place spot in that division. (laughs) And it's and and I am I know where you're trying, going with this. I am not I trying to knock the Golden Knights here because they are the better team. It's just like boxing styles make fights. Yep. And the, the the Coyotes are just not built to handle Colorado. They're just not. No, well, they're not. But they have once, um, and that was well. But you got when you got to do it four times. Yeah, but that was because of the goaltending. The goaltending was suspect, and they were able to battle them. But, yeah, right. you're you're 100% correct on that. And they do match up better with the Golden Knights, although I don't want to play the Golden Knights at any time, but much less in no, the playoffs. You, you, listen, I, there is – you would have to give me such odds to bet on the Coyotes in a matchup. But – First of all, are you listening, Derek Stevens? He wants good odds on this. There are not odds that are going to be high <laughs> enough. I'm telling you that right now. Um, but Derek, like I said, styles make fights, and, and and right now you just want to get into the fight, and you have to give Tockett and that coaching staff so much credit for somehow managing to keep that team hanging around the playoff race. Yeah, and absolutely. A win, to, a win tonight, even though they still have one more game played than St. Louis and one more game played or two more games played uh, over San Jose, uh, which has 38 points as well, would be uh, – would, would give them 43 points and, and give them a little breathing room, a little cushion – uh, a, a, a one game margin for error, which 
is not a lot, obviously, with 20 games to go. But the fact is, they're still there. Yeah. Well, let and me if I if I had told you on April 5th that the Coyotes would be in a playoff spot, I already know what your answer would have been. Oh yeah, yeah, you know it. <laughs> it would not have been if you'd have told me that. I would have said get you uh, get you some help because you need something. Well, um, I do need help, but that's neither here so, nor there. So let's quickly run down the Coyotes' schedule for the next week. Um, they're on the road. They've already played twice in Anaheim. Now they get the the Kings tonight, the Kings again Wednesday, and then they go to Vegas for a Friday night game and a Sunday afternoon matinee. Then Monday night, they're going to be uh, a week from tonight in Colorado again. I'm hoping to get in uh, to be able to see that one in person. Um, and then they go from there on to Minnesota to play the Wild. So all of those games are on the road. If you can make some, some hay like they're doing already, they beat Anaheim twice, if they can beat uh, the uh, Kings twice, and then see what they can do with the Golden Knights, it's going to be rough in Vegas. But then that game against the Avalanche is going to be huge, and so is the game against the Wild. And then they get a little bit of a, a chance to uh, come home. They get the Blues, the Wild, the Wild again, the, um, and a couple, well, so they get three of the games in mid-April. Listen, win the the games you're supposed to, so to speak. Win the games that you are playing against teams that are at your level or below. And then anything you get against those other three teams are bonus points. Yep, exactly. Okay. Okay. So Very well well said on that. I want to quickly run down the other two teams' uh, schedule as to where they're at as well because – Right now, as you said, the Golden Knights are just taking it to St. Louis. They end the second at 6-1. Uh, they will play St. Louis again Wednesday night. Then uh, the Coyotes will join them in Las Vegas for two games. And then the Golden Knights will turn around next Monday and Wednesday and play at the Kings. And then they'll play at the Ducks. So um, they, they've got a pretty, pretty nice setup, I think, if they get through uh, uh, the Blues then they'll get the Coyotes at home, and then they'll go to the Kings and the Ducks. So the, the Golden Knights could get uh, healthy. I put that in air quotes real quick uh, based on that schedule, and uh, I think that's going to be a big help for them. Well, listen, I mean, you have to sit there, and it's it, it, we're not questioning, and I, and I don't think that um, people should question uh, I mean, nobody's questioning whether or not the 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 the, the Golden Knights are in the playoffs. I mean, they're, they're going to make the playoffs, and it's just a matter of do they win the division or do the Colorado Avalanche win the division? Now, who knows? Maybe the Minnesota Wild sneak in, and somehow because those two teams are fighting each other out, um, the Wild come in there, but. I mean, uh, once again, I, I, the the favorites would have to. The favorites are obviously Colorado and Vegas. Um, Minnesota has a puncher's chance uh, because not just because of the fact that they are a good team and they've played uh, probably better, a little bit better than people expected. 
But they are right there, and they have to climb past two teams to win the division. Okay, so let me, in all fairness, give the Avalanche's schedule for the next week or so. They are up 4-1 right now in the end of the uh, second period, just about, uh, in Minnesota. They'll play Minnesota again on Wednesday. They will then uh, travel to Anaheim and get the Ducks for two on Friday and Sunday. Then the Coyotes, as I said, will come to uh, Bell Arena in uh, downtown Denver on Monday night. Ball Arena. Ah, ball. Ball Arena. Yeah. Listen, I I have a a buddy of mine that – a buddy of mine – fellow ASU alum who lives in Colorado and he tells me that the company is involved in all kinds of things and they probably are, but I only know them for making glass jars. So, uh, they do a lot of recycling too. You'll notice. Oh, no, listen, uh, I'm not saying they don't. I've just, no, I'm just telling no, you just, when I heard that I for the first time, I'm like the glass jar people. That's all. Yeah, no, they, yeah, but they, they're number one in recycling. And, uh, when you go there, you get your, your water bottles in, Aluminum cans. No. <laughs> just, uh, just no. Just, no. Sorry. Which is kind of unusual. <laughs> they can recycle okay, plastic so, too. Okay, so let me let me get started on this. Um, <laughs> so Monday night, the Coyotes and Avalanche, as I mentioned, and then next week, uh, the the week following, or yeah, the fourteenth, whatever, the Avalanche will get the Blues on the road again. Then the Kings will come in for two. Then they'll go back to the Blues. So. Um, this divisional play is getting really interesting, and I think it's going to really make for some exciting games down the stretch. I don't think that people are going to stretch themselves out that much, so I think the top four or five teams are going to have a real dogfight uh, towards the end. Oh, fair I, enough. I I, I love I love this. This is great. Okay, I mean Here's this is. I wanna... Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. I was going to say, this is great. I love your point. Yeah, I I love all these divisional games. Yeah, Um, I I mean, every game is a four-point game. And and I get the, the, um, the, 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 the need to see other teams from other divisions in a normal year. But I love this. Every game is just super intense and just kind of off it because every every game is a four point game and so you have 56 four point games hopefully yep i like it i like it okay let's hopefully. take a quick break let's come back and talk a little ahl hockey we'll go over the standings and the hottest team in the ahl is the uh henderson silver knights who just continue to pile on wins we'll talk about what happened uh, to the tucson roadrunners with uh with head coach Steve Sullivan losing all of his players to the Coyotes. <laughs> well, how would every you time, like every be, time he turns around, he loses like, somebody. How would you like? But to I, be it's the, a compliment. How would you like to be uh, the Utica Comets? <laughs> yeah. Who have only played yeah. nine games, and and I don't know what the heck the NHL is going to do about the Vancouver situation, which obviously yeah, affects, know. which obviously affects Utica, who I believe is the is the uh, the, 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 the farm team for for the uh, Vancouver Canucks. So yeah, it, it, it's a mess. Let, let's take a quick oh, break. Let's mess. come back and talk about the AHL, and then we'll get into this stuff. And then uh, the thing that I really want you to talk about is some of the guys that have made the move. Uh, I hopefully will see 
one of them uh, from the University of Minnesota when he played for the Colorado Eagles, hopefully next Wednesday and Tuesday and Wednesday when I am at the uh, Budweiser Event Center. But we'll, we'll see. So let's, uh, let's take the break. Let's come back. And then, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. I'll be listening to everything you said. It's been running through my head like to know. Alright, still got it. Still got it. Who's old now? Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly, presented by the D Las Vegas Hotel and Casino, downtown Las Vegas. Beautiful downtown Las Vegas. The restorations continue as they try to uh, make it more uh, attractive and safer and cleaner and all of that good stuff. Scott Strandy joining you from Santa Rosa, New Mexico, as the sun sets. Uh, what a beautiful sunset here as I park in the Love Truck Stop parking lot to uh to do the show tonight uh two hours and 15 minutes it tells me to amarillo i will get there before morning uh well we if anybody caught if anybody caught that george Strait lyric there amarillo by morning i will be there by morning and i will uh, be leaving I, there in the morning and heading to st louis uh, by the way i i i love new mexico I, I lived there for a year um it is an unbelievably pretty state it is it is really, really uh, 
scenic. It's got everything there. Um, just beautiful, beautiful country. Um, spent some time up in uh, Farmington, up in the north. Um, spent a few, some time in Albuquerque and Carlsbad and, and uh, lived in southern New Mexico. And, and honestly, and, and anybody that knows me knows this not a shock. Santa Fe, I could do without, but the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a nice drive today, Paul. It really was going up to uh, up by uh, 17 to Flagstaff and then over on the 40. Uh, very, very smooth so far. We'll knock on wood that the rest of the trip is as good as this is or uh, has been so far. But, um, okay, let's jump into the AHL for a minute, and then we're going to uh, branch off of that and start talking a little bit about guys that are joining AHL teams fresh off of college careers. Oh, uh, wait a second. You don't think that uh, we can get to the age. We can, we're, I have no problems with it. You think I'm going to let uh, an appearance here go by without mentioning the fact that uh, uh, Matt Barzell was number one star of the week in the NHL? You think I'm going to uh-huh. let that go? <laughs> no, good do you, one, though. Do you nice really catch. think I'm going to let that go? No. Nice catch. That's, that's not happening. So I'll give you uh, the credit on that one. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, it, it, it's uh, he has his he has his bad moments, but man, oh man, uh, and I, you know, he won fastest skater competition. He's right up there with Connor McDavid. The Canadian division in the NHL is a mess uh, because of Vancouver, which of course right. is affecting, which is affecting Utica, who's only played nine games, by the way. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, as we check the AHL standings, um, you see everybody. Uh, the Canadian teams have about twenty games apiece. Uh, the Central has in the upper teens to 20 games apiece. Uh, San Diego's got 26 games in. I don't know where that, that came from. They must be yeah, playing well. every other night against Ontario. <laughs> yeah, um, they had some, they had some really good battles early. Um, so, so let me break down the Pacific division in the AHL. Cause I always like to do that first. So people know where everybody stands, but it's come down to pardon the pun, a two horse race. I'm going to say, because keep in mind, these guys are only playing 40 games this year. So they're at beyond the halfway point in a lot of cases. Henderson is still 17 wins, four losses for 34 points. I mean, well, that just, uh, it's unbelievable. Well, first of all, in terms of uh, the division race, they have five games in hand on San Diego. Uh, hopefully they'll get to make them all up. Hopefully all these teams in the end, we'll all play the same amount of games. Um, I, think you've that's got a goal, de- I think that's the goal, Paul, because the two games that I'm going to see next week in uh, Loveland are makeup games with Bakersfield from earlier this year. So, yeah, so I think that's the case. Um, you know, the, 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 the fact of the matter is when you have a deep team like the Golden Knights do, the advantage to that is even some of your higher-level prospects can stay 
in the minor leagues and develop their game. Huh. Bingo. Okay, Jack and that's Duke, what they're Jack doing. Jack Dugan come to mind? Well, uh, amongst others. I mean, uh, you know, they, they have not just uh, some good goaltending uh, in the AHL, uh, but they also have a lot of guys that are deep in the system, uh, guys that are still playing in college, uh, guys that are still playing in juniors. You get a chance to to really uh, develop your players and 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 make them NHL ready when they when they come up. And when you have a team that is as deep as the Golden Knights, which also means you are constantly up against the cap, right? You and have to be able that, to develop players. We saw that the other day when the the Golden Knights played a couple guys short because of the cap. Uh, they right. had injuries and couldn't couldn't move the numbers around to make it work. So they played, and that's what happened to them against LA. I'll tell you that right up front. That's why they lost two games in a row to LA uh, was because of the cap space problem, uh, which starts in goal. And uh, you go tell your landlord that uh, he needs to get rid of one of his goaltenders, and he's going to tell you which one he's not going to get rid of. He's not going to anyway. no. You're not going to do. <laughs> you're not going to do that because in the end. I, in the end, when it comes playoff time, and most teams have gone with one goalie, Golden Knights don't have to do that. Yep, I agree. Okay, okay they so have me, rested let me, goalies. Let me run down these standings so we know. I gave you Henderson. San Diego second right now with uh, 16 wins, 10 losses, and 32 points. As Paul mentioned, uh, the Silver Knights have five games in hand, which could be huge. I mean, that could give you a lot more points uh, to the Silver Knights. So Bakersfield currently in third right now with 23 points, 11-9, and 11-9-0-1. San Jose Barracuda are kind of surprising me. They climbed up into the number four spot, uh, 19 games played, 7-7-4-1. Of course, we have uh, two former Sun Devils on that Barracuda roster. I don't know that um, Steen Patrick has gotten any ice time yet. But I know Brinson's getting a ton. So uh, the uh, that, the, f- the fact of the matter is, you know, they're they're they they are right there. I don't know how the heck they're gonna, you know, the, the, I don't know what the playoff race is gonna look like um, until you get to the end with yeah with with true. evening out the games played. So um, okay, let, let me finish up these standings so I can we can move on. Uh, Colorado, okay. seventeen games played, seven eight two. And uh, 16 points. Uh, Tucson actually has 17 points because they have eight, eight, 21 games played, 8-12-1. Right. Uh, and Ontario has 18 points at uh, 24 games played, 8-14-2. and two. So you can find those standings. You can find them on our web website, and, and we update them three times a week so we know what's going on. But um, Henderson and uh, Colorado um, – and Tucson in our coverage area right now. But starting next season, everybody except San Jose and uh, uh, who's coming back uh, that didn't play. Bakersfield? Oh. The, no, the come? team that the Calgary's not doesn't have a team in the league. This I year. They're triple A Ah, the Flames. Uh, okay, whatever. Um, we'll get well, back to that, just, but we're going to add them to our coverage area as well. So uh, Stockton, you, that's who gonna, it is. Stockton, yeah. You're going to go to uh, Palm Springs? Oh, yeah. 
we're going to have Palm Springs locked into as soon as they're ready to go in a couple of years. Yeah. Well, okay. uh, it's going to be next year, probably. Uh, no, they won't have a building. It, it'll be the year after because uh, they're going to wait one more year to get their building done. And then uh, kind of like what the, the, uh, the uh, Golden so Knights you, did, they waited a couple of years. They're going to share a team with somebody, probably? At least, yep. At least one year. Okay. Because okay, I, can, I so, can see you making a lot of treks to Palm Springs. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They had golf courses there, Paul. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the rumor. <laughs> so, I'm okay. Just... Uh, so, anyway, when we look at the teams, and, and I just want to throw this out and lead into what you're going to talk about, which are the guys that are making the jumps, but um, – Jack Dugan uh, was a force in the NCAA uh, two years ago. Uh, he signed with the Silver Knight with the Golden Knights, and they sent him down to the Silver Knights, and now he's like their leading scorer. So he's actually making his mark in the AHL pretty fresh out of the NCAA. They just added a, a defenseman, Paul from Quinnipiac. You know who I'm talking about? Deliberatory. Uh, Liber Liberatory, yes. Deliberatory. Uh, Deliberatory. There's a D E there at the beginning yeah, of his name. Deliberatory. Yeah. Yeah. Deliberatory. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he is assigned to the Silver Knights as well, who is going to really make a difference on their blue line, which is already good, as you can tell. They also have the uh, AHL goaltender of the month, the first two months of the season, same guy, Logan Thompson. And uh, you and I saw him when we were in Vegas in January at camp. You remember what I told you about Logan Thompson? I don't remember what you told me three minutes ago. How the heck am I going to remember what you told me <laughs> I told two months you that ago or Logan, whatever it was? I said, look at that goaltender right below us, Paul Hornstein. That's uh, Logan Thompson, and he is going to be a star. I did not predict it to be this quickly, but I said he's going to be a star. He is a star. He's won the uh, goaltender of the month the last two months, so that means March and April, um, in February and March. Um, so that's your backstop again. So look at look at Vegas' situation. They got Robin Leonard, uh, Mark Andre Fleury. Their uh, their um, taxi squad is Oscar Dance. Then you move down to the uh, the uh, Henderson Silver Knights, and you have Logan Thompson. Um, you also have um, who am I missing? There's a goaltender that I'm missing. Somebody in college, if I remember correctly. No, no, their draft pick that they brought up. That solid. I, I should know his name. He was at he was at camp. He's been with them all year. Um, anyway, uh, and then you they mean have Patera. Uh, no, then they have they have Patera too. But they also have um, the goaltender that they drafted right away, and he played one game for them um, in a backup situation. Dylan Ferguson, you got it. Um, and then you look over to what they got coming up the pipeline from that point on. You got Isaiah Sevilla. At uh, well, that's what Omaha. I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, their goaltending is really, really solid. Okay, um, and then you look at the other teams like San Diego, the Gulls. Uh, they're the farm team of uh, Anaheim. Well, they just sent up two players this year, Trevor Zegras and Jamie uh, Drysdale. Both advanced after about ten games with the uh, maybe uh, Drysdale had a few. Yeah, Drysdale had maybe ten or eleven and. And Zegra said seven or something like that. Um, so there's a lot of talent out there. I, I want to touch. Oh, sure. I don't want to. I don't want to disregard Colorado because they're coming on like gangbusters as well. But um, 
And Colorado is the only team to beat Henderson at home at the Orleans Arena. So that says something. Um, but I wanted to get to Tucson because we kind of talked about this before the break. Uh, Steve Potvin, uh, I said Sullivan earlier, but Steve Potvin, um, the head coach. He's not going to talk to you anymore. Oh, uh, yeah, he is. Yeah, we're, we're friends. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Steve done an, he's done an incredible job. Um, with what he's had to work with. And I, I asked him when I had him on the show, I said, you know, uh, what do you, what's your goal? Is your goal to win hockey games or to develop players? And he said, it's always going to be to develop players. And winning is just another side of it in the AHL. So if you want to give somebody credit for, um, for what he's done in Tucson, and I know you don't want to give anybody credit in Tucson, but I, I don't <laughs> even know where you're talking. I don't even know that. I don't even know that. What I don't even know what you're talking about. What what is this? Yeah. Two scum. What? No. What? Where? What? What is this? I know so, not uh, what you're talking about. So anyway, uh, he has sent so many players up to the either the taxi squad or to the actual Arizona Coyotes um, that it's impossible for him to to win regular hockey games uh, one after another. And that's why you're seeing they're very competitive because, he, like he told me, he said, I'll just take another guy and fill him in and develop him at the AHL level and hope that he goes to the NHL level. But when you're talking about guys like Lane Peterson, Connor Garland, uh, you go down the list of um, Michael Bunting now is up with the Coyotes, and you look at all these guys that have developed in Tucson, what a job by Steve Potvin and and what a thing for your ego to be able to go, yeah, I, I'm happy and proud that I developed these players instead of looking at your one-loss record because we both know, everybody knows, that you play hockey games to win the game. You don't play sure. them, to, you don't play them to, to lose. So no. obviously it's got to take a hit on you as a, as a coach to lose games. You don't want to lose. But sometimes you, it, you, you, you just play to win to play the game, that, right? Yeah, somebody said that once. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there that Steve Potman has done a heck of a job with what he said. Uh, if those guys don't go up to the Coyotes, his record is much better. And it started off uh, very competitive and very good. So um, I, I want that shout-out to go to Steve Potman. Okay, now I want you to break down a little bit about what's going on with uh, some of the players that are moving up um into the AHL ranks and maybe NHL, but mostly AHL on entry-level contracts after their NCAA season ended. This is nothing new, but I think, again, in a COVID year, it's, it's significant to see who's making the jump, right? Well, listen, I, I, I think in any year it makes a difference. Um, you know, Dallas signing Adam Scheel um, is just, you know, is, is, is the latest one that we've seen. Um, you know, it's, it's, it goes, uh, up and down the various lineups. I mean, it just, I mean, you look, it happens every year, right? I mean, look at the, uh, you know, um, Shane Pinto signing a contract to, to, to join what will eventually be half of his North Dakota team. Cause I think Ottawa drafted half that team. <laughs> I think they did. Uh, Jacob uh, Bernard Doctor also went. You know, Isaiah Josiah Slavin signed with the Blackhawks, Colorado uh-huh. College, who 
Um, I, I don't know what their roster is going to look like next year. Um, I mean, the, there's, there are guys that are just signing all the time at this time of the year. Uh, you don't uh, necessarily expect uh, – I don't know if it's – you know, it's, it's – and I don't want to say trades because there's not really trades, but um, – well, keep that in mind just, in the NHL. The, the, the trade deadline is next Sunday. Yeah, so, I mean, guys are just signing. Uh, I mean, this is the time of the year they sign the college players. It's a little later than normal. But, you know, the uh, Spencer Knight goes from Boston College to, 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 to sign with the Florida Panthers. So, I mean, uh, these are all things that are going to affect – uh, trades because now the, the 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 Panthers who were in first place in their division and I never thought I'd say that um, <laughs> have some goalie depth to trade. You know, oh. uh, especially especially since they lost Eric Ekblad, but they're still winning. Oh. So I mean, uh, you know, it's 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 just like I said, it's a little bit later in the college in the year than it normally is for, for college signings because the college season was delayed slightly and the NHL season was delayed. Um, and, you know, these all have an effect on depth. Well, one other thing to remember this year too, Paul, is and I saw this at the Coyotes games a couple of weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago, and I was there. The scouts are out in full force, and there were two of them from the Seattle Kraken. Um, Seattle's going to have a, a expansion draft before the NHL draft again this year, much like Vegas got. So they're always going to be looking for goaltending because that's where you start, right? Look at Vegas. That's how they started with Mark Andre Fleury. Um, so a, a couple of teams come to mind when you look at that is. Um, the uh, Arizona Coyotes um, have two players, two goaltenders that are on their NHL roster that might not be tradable at the deadline if they're still hurt. And of course, I'm talking about Darcy Kemper and Auntie Ranta. So, yeah, I mean, that, it, so what do you what do you do for protecting if you're the Arizona Coyotes? Because Aiden Hill's been pretty darn good in the games that he's played. He had one real stinker, but otherwise he's been pretty solid. Um, so what do you do? Because I, I know the Kraken guys, the scouts, were, were talking heavily about, hey, we're going to take Aiden Hill if they don't protect him, or we're going to try to get a deal done and pick him up. Um, so that's going to be an interesting thing to uh, look I at as I well. Mean, expansion draft, I mean, I like that sort of stuff, but it is just way – I mean, it is the ghost or the, the 900-pound gorilla, so to speak, in the room with everything that goes on. Yeah. Well, because... and also, also, Paul, keep in mind, uh, a lot of the teams have learned from the fleecing that George McPhee did of them uh, in the last expansion draft. A lot of those general managers in the NHL weren't real familiar because how long had it been before, he, uh, before there was a... This is, what this is what I will say about that, okay? You will have some teams that learn that. <laughs> yeah. Good point. You you will find I you will find that 
there, as an NHL general manager, that somebody's going to be in desperate straits somewhere. And maybe they won't get away with as much as George McPhee did. (laughs) Probably not. But if you're Ron Francis and you go to, you know, especially with teams up against the cap. Hey, general manager X, how would you like me to take so-and-so off your hands and give you that cap space? You're so desperately looking for. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. Um, I have just the right deal for you. What do you say? <laughs> don't tell me. Don't tell me they're not. They're, like I said, they may not. He may not get away with what George McPhee did. George but, George, Fle- George fleeced him. Many oh, teams, bad. big times. Big time. Okay. Um, But it's good. Francis is going to do that to, I don't know, I'll throw a number out there, eight to 12 teams because they're going to be up against the cap. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Now, you might also see teams that say, okay, take them. Yeah. Go ahead. (laughs) Well, it's a goal. It's a goaltender situation. That that's the one that's the stickiest because you can only protect one. You got to leave everybody else exposed on your roster, your uh, NHL roster. So, especially coming out okay. from the taxi squad, you're gonna now, have like Arizona, now, especially. I, what are they I gonna don't do? Know, I don't know what the contract situations are off the top of my head without looking them up. But if I'm not required to to, to protect any of the three goalies and I have to protect one. That's easy. Hi, how are be? you doing? Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, I was, that's I was a hoping no-brainer. you were going to say that. Yeah. That's a no-brainer. I protect Hill and dare Seattle to take one of the other expensive guys. Yep. Or more expensive. Uh, more expensive and more injured. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> and and as we're it, talking, dudes. Paul, Michael Bunting just scored the first goal of the game for the Coyotes. Another Tucson Roadrunner. Just called up, so they have what? Bunting Who? and they what? have uh, um, Carl uh, Connor Garland, who just came up a year or two ago, and then Lane Peterson scored for the Coyotes in his first NHL game the other night. Um, I, I don't so, know what you're talking about. Yeah, getting know. back to that real quickly, that's that's ridiculous. Bunting scores again and again. All these guys are small. If if uh, the Coyotes could find one really good finisher. Um, and I'm thinking about a guy like, um, let's see, who would be a good one? Um, somebody that's been in the league a little while that can finish and, uh, and, and score goals when they need it, get the big goals in front. Um, hmm, who would that be? Plays for St. Uh, Louis. Used to play for the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, hmm. First name is David. You know what I'm talking about? Nah, maybe. <laughs> Listen, I just you're I just know that think, or I lost you somewhere. No, I'm not. On, you're not there. I can hear you. I'm not on mute. I lost Paul Hornstein somewhere. I can Did see his light blinking, but I cannot hear Paul Hornstein. So 
Maybe your headphone went dead. We'll see if we can dead. bring him back. Maybe your headphone um, went dead. I don't hear myself then. Somewhere I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, you were long okay. gone. Okay, I can't hear anybody. Okay, so anyway, um, let's do it this way. I guess we're both being heard. So, Paul, I'm going to let you talk, and then I'll just look for the green light because I have no idea why I lost you. Uh, yeah, well, you lost me a long time ago, but that's neither here nor there. Um, the fact of the matter is um, that there's going to be so many moves in this offseason because of the expansion draft. And the Coyotes lead 2 nothing. by the way. They got a power play goal from Bunting, so he has the first two goals of the game against the Kings. And, you know, one of those is a power play goal, but now the Coyotes are in the box and uh, L.A. is I, I on can the hear, power play. I can hear you again. Can you hear me? Yeah, I've heard <laughs> you the whole time. Okay. I tried, to, well, I tried to tune you out, but I don't get that kind of luck. <laughs> Well, I finally hear you again, so that's good. Um, yeah, so let's take one more quick break, Paul, and then let's come back and, and wrap it up because I know you started on some things about Vancouver and some other stuff that we should uh, definitely get in tonight. So let's take this quick break and let's come right back. I can't wait to get to Las Vegas and check out the fortress. Going to see the Golden Knights? No. Stopping at Jesse Ray's Barbecue for lunch. Oh, that fortress. That combination of brisket, hot links, fries, mac and cheese, surrounded by offensive ribs? I'm in. Exactly. Jesse Ray's Barbecue. Located at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard, right behind the Mandalay Bay Hotel. Check out their pulled pork, smoked chicken, or the fall off the bone baby back ribs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue has been voted the best barbecue in Las Vegas two years running. So whether it's a midday meal or a pregame feast, head to Jesse Ray's Barbecue for all their award-winning tastes. any hockey player in the desert southwest and they'll all tell you the same thing we love going to the rink and sandals now you can show off your game in style with summer skates officially licensed summer skates are comfortable washable and can be designed to show off your fandom bill kessel your guy big william carlson fan or is austin matthews the man have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite nhl player or shout out your own game with your own number Team discounts and customization available, too, for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice, our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable, show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of Summer Skate, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. This is Derek Stevens. Download your new sports betting app with Circus Sports. Get 24-7 access to a dynamic sports betting menu, including props, futures, cross-sport parlays, in-game wagering, and more. Sign up for the mobile wagering app at CircusSports.com. Then visit one of our downtown Las Vegas sportsbooks at the D or the Golden Gate to activate and fund your mobile wagering account. Learn more at CircusSports.com. All right, we're back. Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly presented by the D Las Vegas Hotel and Casino. Um, Paul, still with me? We're going to talk a little bit more about here, uh, some of the. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to talk a little bit more about this craziness. 
you brought it up about Vancouver, so tell the listeners uh, what's going on in Vancouver if they haven't been paying attention. Uh, do they have anybody left? I don't think so. Last uh, I heard, I mean, there were 20 players that not only were in protocol, but actually had COVID. Not just tested positive, but were dealing with the symptoms. And, and some of these guys have some of these variants and can't even get out of bed. Yeah, it's awful. It really is. Um, and people thought this was all over with, but it's not. Well, especially for the Canadian teams. People thought that the Canadian teams, you know, that with all the different uh, protocols in Canada, that it wouldn't be an issue. Um, surprise. Uh, it seems to be worse in Vancouver than anywhere else. And I don't know. Um, I don't think anybody knows how to explain it. Uh, how do you get basically your entire roster? Well, I, I got a suggestion for you. Uh, let, let's call Frank Seratori and see if there's a COVID party going on. <laughs> uh, maybe there is. Who the heck knows? Maybe they're just but, preparing for the playoffs. They think if they get in the playoffs and they're going to have everybody healthy. And But that's a risky thing right now because – this variant stuff you're talking about is making some people real sick. You know, um, and, and of course, as we said, that affects what's going on with Utica in the AHL. Yes. Because they've had almost a dozen games postponed. It is just, it's, it's, it's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. And now yeah. you're going to sit there and, and, and how are you going to make up these games? This is not baseball. You can't play six nights in a row. No, exactly. Um, and as we speak, Paul, the the Avalanche and the Wild are now uh, 5-2 in favor of the Avalanche. The Golden Knights uh, still holding on to a 6-1 lead. Yeah, I got and that one on uh, NHL Network. And the Coyotes right now... Uh, 12-20 in the first period of a 3 nothing lead on the Kings. Talk about pumping your chest up a little bit. The Coyotes are putting a hurt on. Uh, two of them on the power play. Derek Broussard scoring to make it 3 nothing. Uh, two of them on the power play. Uh, Cal uh, Peterson clearly uh, not getting any help from his teammates in front. Uh, is, as, uh, you know, the, the, the special teams are... are Killing it for the Coyotes and killing the Kings. So and you know, uh, listen, listen to yourself. And by the for way, a the, by the way, the, <laughs> the, I know what I said. And the Coyotes only have five shots on goal. I know. So I'm saying, listen to yourself for a minute because uh, you just said that the Arizona Coyotes special teams are doing damage. Uh, penalty yeah. kill. Usually that's the way it is, but that power play has been a problem for years now, and they're finally starting to see some success on it. And that's a scary thing for other teams in the uh, West Honda West Division. Well, listen, if they can if they can uh, get the power play going, said I, and and get into the playoffs, that's all you can ask for. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like I said, uh, at that point, you just pay your money, you take your chances. Um, or or you get paid money for getting into the playoffs. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> something like to said, be said. The, the, when you talk about the Coyotes, you you you'll take all the money you can get. And 
and and I realize that it is very early. They are still halfway through. They are not even halfway through the first period yet. I know. I know. Okay, but uh, but I'd rather start three nothing than start zero zero and three. Well, or listen, nothing. To three. Being up three is better than <laughs> down three. Uh, eight minutes into the game, but the the fact of the matter is, maybe, just maybe, you know, maybe the Kings. I mean, the the Coyotes can get into the third period with with a, a a two or three goal lead for once, and not have to basic this. I mean, three nothing for the Coyotes would be a laugher. That'd be like seven or eight nothing for anybody else, <laughs> right? Okay. Did you have anything else you wanted to talk about uh, NHL wise or AHL wise in the last four minutes of the show? Well, listen. I mean, I I know that. Uh, you know that I am not here on on Monday nights very often, but you know how do you not at least throw a shout out to the Florida Panthers, who yes. lost their captain, and mm-hmm. are basically even with the Tampa Bay Lightning, the defending champions. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, a phenomenal place. story. Oh my lord! And I mean, that's, I mean, that's you've got. I mean, listen, Florida could end up in third place in that division. Uh, Behind both Tampa Bay and Carolina, they're tightly bunched. But holy smokes! I mean, if I'd have told you after coming up on the forty-game mark that Florida was uh, going to be right up there for the most points in the NHL, <laughs> you'd have been you'd have been yeah. like, get out of town. Exactly. You know, uh, um, it is a tremendous, tremendous untold story. Okay, because yeah, it, it is Florida, it is the Panthers, and they are out of the way there. They're not the defending champions like Tampa Bay is. Okay, um, the bottom five teams in that division: uh, Nashville, Chicago, and, and 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 Dallas, who's got three games in hand, are going to battle it out for that last playoff spot. But Florida is just, you know, is 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 a big time story. Uh, that is being undertold. They are plus 27 in the goal differential. Uh, they are not only they haven't had they are, they are not at double digit losses yet. They're 14 four and three at home, 12 five and one on the road. And yeah, that is incredible. That is off the charts. Um, we're not gonna. I mean, we can get into the the Eastern Division, but you know, then I will just. <laughs> you know, that's a three-team race right now, too. Washington, right. the Islanders, and Pittsburgh. Um, and the North Division, or as we call it, the no-defense division, or no-goaltending right. division. Uh, t- Toronto. North uh, of the border division? <laughs> no, well, we know it's north of the border, but what we do, and we also know that there's there's no defense and no goaltending in that division other than in Montreal. Um, and I don't know what the heck's going on with Vancouver. They can't get out. Forget about COVID. They couldn't get out of their way before then. So who the heck knows what's going well, on there? One one quick thing I want to say about the North is uh, Austin Matthews has cooled off a little bit, but 35 games played for the uh, Arizona native, uh, 25 goals, 19 assists for 44 points. That ain't all bad, Paul, in the 35 games. No, it's not uh, too shabby. So the 38, but who's counting? Um, is it? Yeah, is it up now? Or what? So I'm looking at it on on uh, the NHL.com and saying 35 so games, but. Huh. Well, I'm looking at the okay. standings page, so I don't know what the heck you're looking at. 
Uh, I'm um, looking at the 2021 regular season. So, okay. Uh, yeah, well, I, okay. somebody's looking anyway. at the wrong page. But either way. Well, yeah, either way, he's having a good year. That's my point. Oh, he's having a great that, that That team has loads and loads of goal scoring. You know what they don't have? Goaltending. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd rather have Colorado's goaltending than theirs. Yeah, I hear you. Okay. Montre- so- Montreal's got the only goalie. And, I mean, Vancouver's got Thatcher Demko. Uh, and he's a really good goalie, but who the heck knows what's going to happen to Vancouver in their schedule. Um, yep. And they're not even close to being in the race anyway. So uh, just just be careful. And when you get into that, into that playoff situation, um, Montreal has made their move trading for Eric Stahl. And they have cup-winning leadership now in that room with the goaltending of Carey Price. Make them a dangerous team in the playoffs. Um, and I know that any series that gets played in that division, uh, Montreal will have a heavy advantage in goal. And I, and I know people love Connor Hellebuck. I'd still rather have Carey Price. Yep, I agree with you 100%. Okay, let's wrap things up by telling everybody that uh, day three of the uh, Frozen Four week will be tomorrow night. Paul and I will join you to talk our specialty, which is NCAA hockey. We are still hoping for a guest. I have no promises yet because it is a crazy week for the teams that are traveling and trying to make them fit into our schedule. Uh, it doesn't always work the way you hope, but we will plan it on not. it. Uh, Wednesday night, I do know that we do have Chris Perry on from the commissioner of the WCHL. I'm not even going to get into that. On the Wednesday night. I am <laughs> not even going to get into We don't have time. Not, I got to no, get on the road. Don't. I have two hours and 15 minutes yet to go. I have an hour that I'm going to lose going that direction. So I'm just yeah, whatever, hoping to Willie. get to Amarillo by morning. Yeah, whatever, Willie. <laughs> Be on the road again. Whatever. Yeah. Okay, so so that's the way it goes, folks. Stay tuned uh, for the quad pod of hockey, 7.30 p.m. Mountain Time, Sunday through Wednesday. Uh, we'll be with you. My thanks to Paul Hornstein for pulling another one for me, uh, jumping on for uh, a three-night-in-a-row week, as uh, I make him do every now and then. So I will be on the road and get the last two hours and 15 minutes in tonight, and then I will talk to you all from St. Louis, Missouri, tomorrow night. We'll say goodnight with Roger Klein and the Peacemakers, De Niro. Uh, you don't want me to do this? What's this? The D-Lodge oh, Vegas read. Resort oh, yeah, Casino. Do, I don't know hey. why I haven't recorded this for you, but uh, who knows. Anyway, okay. the D-Lodge Vegas Resort Casino presents Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly. It's been brought to you by Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila. Our new Extra and Yeho is aged at least three years before bottled. Get your bottle tonight at MexicanMoonshine.com. The D-Lodge Vegas Resort and Casino from the Fremont Street Experience the iconic American Coney Island restaurant. We are more than just great gaming action. Book your spot at the D.com. Verizon Wireless, the 5G and 5G Ultra Band for business America's been waiting for. Buy summer skates, fall, winter, it doesn't matter. We still like to keep those drinks cold. Get your personalized koozies and shower shoes. Go to icetimehockeysw.com slash partners and click on the summer skates banner. Behind the Mask and behindthemask.com where we can provide for all of your hockey needs on the ice or in line. See the website for our three Valley locations and more. Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas, where despite how long it takes you to eat your meal, there are so many delicious choices. It always seems like it takes you longer to decide what to eat than to actually eat it. Buy M-Drive. 
presenting partner of What Drives You, M-Drive in the morning, relax at night, our two-step system for energy, stamina, recovery. The D. Las Vegas Resorts and Casinos Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly and all of the Ice Time Hockey SW podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app, available for download at the iTunes Store, Podbean, the Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcast. Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly, presented by the D Resort and Casino, is a part of the IceTimeHockeySW.com network. All right. Very well done. I'm not used to having that, so that was an amazing Yeah, I know. I don't know why I haven't recorded that for you, but uh, that'll get done for next week. All right. I love it. Uh, two things just in housekeeping. I did talk to Kevin McGlue up at uh, the Colorado Eagles. I will be there Tuesday and Wednesday night next week. And also, he did tell me that Sampo Ranta, their uh, latest signee from the Minnesota Gophers, is uh, going through some immigration issues and will not be on the ice yet. Hopefully, by Tuesday or Wednesday next week, he will. He also told me that Hunter Miska will be joining me sometime uh, next week as we sit down and do a little interview with the uh, former Bulldog. As we be, probably will be talking about a third, third oh, national shut. championship, oh. but maybe maybe we'll go an hour or so talking about that because I, you know. Anyway, <laughs> and my my, fi- my final shout out tonight goes to my friends at Enterprise Rent a Car because they set me up again with another great great deal. I am so impressed. You know, I've been texting you, Paul, and telling you about it, but. I am driving a Charger that they upped me from a midsize to. Uh, they're just fantastic people at Scottsdale Road and Shea. And um, uh, soon they're going to become partners. We're, we're that close. But uh, they bumped me up again into a Charger. It is fantastic. And I'm telling you, folks, 37.1 miles to the gallon uh, today so far. Uh, it's been just phenomenal. So. Lots of lots of good things to say about it, and especially our friends at Enterprise for, for hooking us up. So that's it. We'll say goodnight and see you tomorrow. We'll talk to you live from uh, St. Louis, Missouri. Good night, everybody. <laughs>